Welcome, everybody, to Misfit Monday. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Johnny. I'm the DM. Hello. I'm sorry. I'm Gandalf. Um, <laughs> uh, I am the DM for today. Oh, fucking and, job. Um, we are playing some great Curse of Strahd goodness. Um, yeah. Hi. Kill up your this. Uh, Keep it going. List of the casts, names, and socials. You can Mm -hmm. check the chat or the episode description. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we stream Ravenloft Misfits each Monday at 7.30 p.m. This is so coming off by the end of the night. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I feel that. That's we really we round two Monday. of Johnny can't talk. Yeah, game. right. I know exactly. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that before we went on. Uh, we stream every Monday at 7:30 p.m. Pacific time. If you join us, you can be a part of our giveaways and our community and all of that good stuff. Um, if you're watching the recording, please make sure to follow us, subscribe, do all that stuff. And if you're here live, follow us as well. We're we are four away from getting 300 followers. So. Help us get wow. there tonight. I would like Big to number. do that before October Four away? ends. Four away. So it's going to be great. Um, join our Discord, too. And be a part of our stuff. Zach. Can we get 310? Because then it's like 31, like Halloween, which is today. Ooh. I think that would be a great idea. All right. Let's Ooh, go for 310. Yes. Speaking of scary things like Halloween... You know what the scariest thing of all time is? Everyone knows. Oh, what? what is IRS? It? It's boredom. It's boredom. Oh, boredom. So, yeah. yes. It's definitely yes. boredom. So to avoid the boredom, let me tell you about our wonderful <laughs> sponsor, sponsor, Roll20. <laughs> Roll20 is a great website. It You're lets doing you great, play. too. Yeah, dude. Well, I'm a fucking shark, man. What do you want from me? <laughs> Look, Roll20 is a great website. You'll never be bored playing on this website because you get to play all the good TTRPGs with all of your friends. And it has all the tools you need. Great companion with all the books, maps, GM tools. It's perfect. Go check it out. We love it. Thank you so much, Roll20. Yeah. Happy Halloween, Roll20. Happy Halloween, Roll20. Oh, the the other thing that's scary is sounds. Sounds can be scary. D&D campaign. Uh, namely, if you're going to use sounds, use Sirenscape. They got a bunch of great stuff to use for your horror campaigns like Curse of Strahd, all ready ah. to go. You just boot it up and you start it and it's great. We've been using it ever since we started our campaign and it's been fantastic. I've been it's able wonderful. to create some wonderful moments. I love Sirenscape too. It's so great. It's so great. Go check it out by a link in the episode description or the chat. And finally, yeah, I am... Um, I can't see a damn thing in this. I am sweating in here. Johnny, it is, <laughs> oh, it is give hot. Me, give me a, but, give me just a use a cantrip dust right and you'll be fine. There you go. I'll do that. Oh, my fan is over there. I'm not going to do it. Anyway, so, <laughs> thank you all for joining us. So let's get into a nice little recap of last night, not last night, last week's session. Um, also, we want to say that uh, we are we are still waiting to see if uh, uh, Bella is going to be joining us. Uh, yesterday was Halloween for her, so she probably had a long night. So we just want to make sure that, you know, everybody's aware that she may be here. She might not. Who knows? But we're going to be playing anyways. Uh, so, recap. Episode 28, Friends in Danger. 
Yeah. Yeah, this is coming off. We're, we're, we're doing this right now. <laughs> I'm Geralt now. <laughs> oh, God. Liam Hemsworth? Oh. What? Liam Hemsworth? Yeah, yeah they actually Liam. went back on the on the recasting. Oh, no. So wait, John, that was perfect. Keep it like that. <laughs> yeah. With the, the beard covering your face. <sighs> there we go. Oh, my it. God. Yeah. Oh, Young Gandalf, new costume. Yeah, there you go. I Yeah, there you Gandalf go. Gandalf in his 20s. So... <laughs> Friends in danger. You all arrived back in uh, Valakai. Well, at least Katya for the second time. And Arxis, I think you've been here before as well due to your backstory, but it's been a very long time. As you walk down the main road of Valakai, people stopped and stared. Not in any intimidating manner, at least not outwardly. At one point, you all decided to stop somebody and inquire why they were all staring, but you gathered no answers as people started gathering around you. Soon after, you diffused the situation and you continued on. Beatrice, you also spotted a contraption that had ropes hanging from it. Um, Unclear as to what exactly the use of such item was, but you could infer but you finally arrived to the Blue Water Inn where you found the place was different than when you had remembered Katya specifically. At the bar, there was Adrian, Danica, and Erwin Mardikov, and they were found talking amongst themselves before finally greeting each of you. Uh, they said that they didn't feel safe in Valakai anymore, and after a private discussion with Sorsha, you learned that... Dag and Stephania were captured by a very powerful dark witch named Baba Lissaga. She was located in the ruins of Berez, and also, it seems that she has another one of those green gems that you had recovered from Winter Splinter, the large tree that was on Yester Hill. After you all had a long rest and decided that... You were going to follow the Mardikovs out of Valakai rather than following a few leads into uh, the Baroness, Lady Fiona Wachter, and her cult of following. You decided to follow the Mardikovs, and after a long rest, you... It was a very uneventful long rest, mostly. Katya, you were awoken from another one of these nightmares of yourself becoming one of the vampires in the coffin maker shop. You had walked down and drank the blood dry from Henrik, the coffin maker. In which case, when you awoke, you didn't seem to have any good sleep. As well as, there was a decrease in your maximum hit points. Sucks. Once you woke, you took the last and the final watch. However, you abandoned your post to walk out to the shed in which Beatrice was alerted, Cosette was sent to follow, and that is where we are going to start our session. So... Do you want me to tell a joke? 
Yes, please tell a joke. <laughs> okay. Did you know that koi travel in groups of four? No. They do? Okay. So it's it's for protection from predators. So koi A, B, and C go one direction, and the other is the decoy. Oh, my ah. God. Damn it. Oh, my God. Ah. That's a win. Yep. You know? You know? Oh. I love it. I love that one. That was so good. good. That was a very good one. Yeah, I, I like that. I, one. I very, very try to like tier. guess it before you tell it. I know, it, I do I too. I try to like, oh, but I can't. Where is this going? Yeah. Never <laughs> strong. No, I got one. I got one. I can't remember what very it was. Strong. It was like a it few weeks ago, though. Before, but anyways, decoy. Good one. All right. So <laughs> now we begin this session, not in the shed, but instead back in the rooms that you are all sleeping. Beatrice, you lie in wait for Cosette to return to you, waiting to see what news came from Cosette's following Katya. And just underneath the door, you see Cosette slither through and begin flying over to you. Hold my hand out. She comes and Mm -hmm. coils around on it. All right, my dear. So is our friend Katya in... Is she doing anything untoward that maybe we should prevent? If she indicates yes or no, either by literally shaking her little snake head. (laughs) Just looks at you and nods. Is she in danger? Shakes its head no. I take a minute. Would it be more appropriate for maybe, uh, and I look back in the direction of the other two beds that are still occupied. Both of them, uh, yeah, both of you look towards, and it looks like it agrees. Maybe someone else should. And then it, it nods its head, and then it comes around your neck, and then settles around your neck as the necklace that you have. I take a second trying to, doing a brief calculation Mm -hmm. I get up, I put my hat on I grab my cane so I can get quickly over to um, Sorsha's bed Okay I tap this, sort of like jiggle the side of the post railing it's like, Sorsha wake up Uh, uh, drools coming down my face (laughs) I think something's terribly wrong with Katya, but I'm not sure what. She's down in the shed. I look towards her bed. Sarsha? Oh, uh, that's me. I'm Sarsha. Hello? It's like she's trying to wake up. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Takes a second. Yes. Your friend Katya, the rather catatonic one, I believe she's in some sort of... She departed her post, keeping watch, and Cosette followed her I'm not exactly sure what's going on, but I get the impression she needs someone. But I don't want to barge in on her if it's something. I'm not that familiar with her. Um, yeah, that's going to make her sit up real quick. Um, Katya, okay. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. And then I'll just try to book it out of the room. 
Sure. You exit the room, Cossette making your follow. way. follow. And I'm sure. going to have Cossette follow. Cossette okay. will follow. Come get me if it seems necessary. You just hear a rattle of bones as it goes out and follows Sorsha. Sorsha, you exit out of the door, exit out of the next door outside of this courtwalk, catwalk, making your way out to the outer part of the Blue Water Inn, in which case you see the shed in which Beatrice had talked about. How, um, how's the energy? Quiet. Um, it is towards the morning. Um, the sun hasn't just yet come up, but it is soon to. Cossack um, comes up and, like, Cossack's very friendly and will, mm-hmm. like, come up and sort of, like, curl right on, like, your shoulder. Okay. Just being a presence. I'll just look towards it and and nod, and I'll head towards the, the shed. Okay. Um, do I hear anything before I open the door? Katya. Um, you might hear some, like, groaning and, like, sobbing. Real, uh, just, just some general misery, but nothing, uh, super loud. Okay. Katya? No, stay away. Uh, I'm gonna open the door very slowly, <laughs> quietly, okay. I guess gently. She knows I'm here. Mm-hmm. You you see her curled up, like huddled up in her cloak in the corner, like kind of rocking back and forth, and she you can see that she has really like deep scratches in her wrists and her neck that she's kind of like she's clutching one of them but there are like really deep cuts that are bleeding and she's just rocking back and forth can I tell where they came from do a perception check actually medicine because you can clearly see them Ah, oh, God, I didn't even have it open. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, nice. Plus seven Damn. years. 22. It is very clear where they came from. Um, you, as she is clutching herself, her hands are very visible. And underneath each of her fingers, you can see the red tint. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say a word. I'm just going to walk over to her and put a gentle hand on her knee. And then slowly reach with my other hand to pull one of her arms away. She like huddles back. Don't, don't touch me. You should stay away from me. I'm, I'm only going to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. I'll give her a very gentle smile 
and look her right in the eyes and slowly reach for her hand again. I can't fight it. She like holds out her wrists up like this. It's like, this is... This is his blood. He's making me do things I don't want to do. I don't want to do anymore. I can't fight it. Um, I'm going to use Cure Wounds. Okay. First level. Sure. These weren't deep. No. So a cure wounds easily. Sure. Brings them back. Sure. And then I'm just going to sit beside her. And we're just going to sit there together and just exist. Okay. And I'm going to hold one of her hands in between mine and bring back some of the warmth that I know is missing because it's a cold morning, I'm sure. Sure. And just holding them until she's ready to talk. Okay. You sit there for an hour, two hours. How long would Katya? Well, I think now that she's like... Because she's, like, out of her catatonic state and, like, fully aware of everything that's happened. So now, which is why what brought this on. So I think she just starts talking again. Okay. And keeps going. You don't... You don't understand. I... I killed him again. I killed Ismark with my own hands. And... If I go near my mother or... Strahd, they'll make me do it again and they'll make me do these things again and I won't be able to fight him. I won't be able to control myself. How how are we supposed to win if we can't even fight them? You know, it took me a very long time to realize that even though I came from a horrible father myself that what he did and what he brought into this world I did not have to do the same it takes time to realize that you are not your parents you may have been created by them but you are your own mind and your own body And right now, they may be able to force you to do things that you don't want to do. But that will not be forever. You are getting stronger by the day. You love fiercely, which is something they obviously have no idea. Even between Strahd and Tatiana. You have something that they will never understand. And I'm just going to point at her chest. There's a light right here that I can see. 
And it may feel like you don't have control and that the only thing you have control is this. And I'm just going to run my hand over her arm. But you have to realize it is all of this. It is all of you. This world is very dark. But even before I came along, you were doing such good. You were doing good with Johans. And you're doing good with Isaac. I've I've tried. I've tried so hard. I've tried not to be what they are. But I feel like I don't have a choice. I have these terrible dreams where they I can't control myself and I feed into it and then then whatever they do to me, I don't stand a chance. I don't know how to fight it. Do you feel like you have made a difference in this world? It's hard to say. Feels like we take a step forward and two steps back sometimes. That is true. You... You have done some good. And I saw it in Velike. When... No, well, he was in Velike, correct? Right, sorry. Continue, sorry. Hello, monologue in here. (laughs) (laughs) Killing the mood. No. Um... (laughs) I saw some good that happened there, and... You got rid of an evil, and yes, there is more evil that may step into its place, so our job will never be done. But who else will do it? A human? Someone without tainted blood? Anyone else? And you think your blood is tainted? That's funny. It's... Quite literally infected with the Lord of all evil. Mm. He did create you. That is true. You do have blood in your veins that runs in his. But I can tell you this. You are nothing like Strad. Not in the slightest. The fact that this conversation is even happening shows otherwise. Those dreams that you're talking about, you had them very often? I had one tonight. They're getting more and more frequent. Have you... Tell me about these dreams. I'm always... Stalking. There's always some kind of way. I can see the... The blood inside them. I can see it. Clear as day. And it calls to me and I can't hold back. I just have to drink. 
And this prey, who is it? Or what is it? The knight that was the coffin maker. Cross town. So all I hear is that they are just visions. They are not who you are. Would it? Would I know whether or not those dreams are just like Katya's uh, projection, or if they were perhaps like implanted? She would also say, "My mother's always there. She's always encouraging me. She always pushes me." And this tells me that it is not you that is what's happening. Your mother is taking control and and somehow getting into your subconscious and doing this to you. She makes she wants you to be what you're feeling right now. She wants you to be in the same position that you're in right this second. We just need to find a way to kick our ass. I have dreamed so often of killing that woman, but there's no way to do it if she can control my mind. What happens next time if she takes over again, if she turns me on you? Could end up even worse than it did this time. I think that I will... I want to meditate on this. I think there is a solution out there. I do not think you are a lost cause. And I want you to feel the same. You are not the lost cause. You are not Strad. You are not your mother. That's for damn sure. I fought the bitch. She like smiles a little despite herself. I... I hate that you can always turn my mood around. Reminds me of... uh... Oh god, I forgot his name. Your brother? (laughs) No. Oh. (laughs) uh, Irina's brother. Ismark. Ismark. They have I names. I got them fucked up. I know. Isaac and Ismark. I know. Yeah, so she says you remind me of Ismark. Okay. I... I don't know if I can believe you or if I honestly can fight this, but I trust you and I'll go along with it in the meantime. (laughs) Well, can you do me a favor then? I can try. Every morning when you wake up, you will say three affirmations about yourself. They could be the same every single time. But there needs to be something positive about you. How well you fight. How well you love. How beautiful you are. She like blushes and like shrinks (laughs) down. How good you are at climbing walls because honestly that's pretty cool. I can't do that. It's uh, one of my powers. Yeah. And you will 
With those three affirmations, you also need to say, I am not my parents. I can do that. Very good. Now, um, I'm like really hungry. Can we go get some food? She just gives Sorsha a big hug. And I'm just going to be like, <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> I love it. I was really scared when we were in that castle. I really thought we were all going to die. I, I was really just frozen in fear. I didn't know how to handle it. I, I, I was just afraid. I, I'm glad they're okay. Do you want to know a secret? Okay. I was also very scared, but I was able to get by because of how great our little group is, because I had you. And even when oh. that, can how, can we not call her your mother anymore? Because I feel like she doesn't even I deserve really, the title. I do really, really prefer not to. Uh, what was her name again? Volva? There you go. Yes, that's it. That's it exactly. Yep. Even when Volva had you under her control, I felt better knowing that we would be able to get you out of there and that you were on our side. I was just trying to get us out of there all alive. And we did. We did good. Most of us. Hey, you know, that is his problem. I got really mad at him for sacrificing himself to get so we could get out of there. And it's a, I, it's a pretty typical these Mark. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, okay, I I didn't think I'd say this, but I feel a little better. So let's let's get out of here. Okay. Thank you, Sorsha. I love you, Katya. I love you too. <gasps> she gonna die right there. <laughs> oh, falls over um, dead. <laughs> I, uh, she like gets really stiff, sort of like realizing what she just said, and like, <laughs> and like, uh, she just like blushes really red and stiffens up, and like takes a step away, and she's just like, um, I, I, uh, I I'm won't just gonna tell, <laughs> I won't tell Elvira about the um. <laughs> You know, uh, 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 I'm just gonna slap her on the shoulder. <laughs> I'm just gonna slap her on the shoulder it. and be like, "Stop being so weird. Let's get some vid." Um, awesome. So, you leave the shed, and in the time that transpired, in the silence and the talks, you see that the sun has come up, and people are starting to go about their business. Um, not really paying you too much mind, but. Every so often, there's a person that walks by and just looks towards Blue Water and then towards you guys and continues on. But you enter the, the tavern to find the rest of the people. Uh, you find at, at, at least uh, Davian... Um, nope, not Davian. Um, Adrian, Danica, and Erwin and their kids are currently... have They have packed bags set on tables... And our Erwin is 
hard at work in the kitchen cooking something. But before we get to that, let's go back to the rooms up above. Um, Beatrice, is there anything that you'd like to do? I assume at some point Cosette returns to the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by, by the time that they leave the shed, Cosette returns to you. I've just been waiting. Leg in place in case I need to move. As soon as Cosette returns, I, I don't have any particular sense of urgency about me. But once okay. Cosette returns and it's clear that there's nothing going wrong, I just go back to bed. All right. Leyland also is just as Cossack comes in and you sit back down on the bed, the the ever so loud of the mattress, of course, because this is a tavern after all. <laughs> she just turns over and continues sleeping and you continue sleeping with her. Arxis, is there anything that you would like to do at this time? The sun slowly glowing out in or glowing into the room that you sleep with your wife through the window in between each of you a nice morning very peaceful very quiet Arxis wakes up early with a start he suddenly jolts up from his bed and looks over to his wife hoping that he didn't wake her with that nope fast asleep. She is exhausted. He lets out a sigh, and then he just shifts to the edge of the bed and sits there. In his pajamas, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And he holds up his hand with his wedding ring on it. And then, uh, for the first time that's visible, uh, there's a necklace that he wears uh, has a pendant on it with a the form of a dragon and he clutches it really tightly he squeezes his hand before he rips it off of his neck you rip it off of your neck and as you hold it out in front of you you begin to see black flames consuming this necklace in your hand you see it starting from the chains and instinctually you almost drop it but as the flames get closer it's not hot for you at least it's comforting warm You open your hands and you see the emblem just slowly melting. Your hand slightly angled. You see the melted metal falling onto the ground and then just turning to steam. (sighs) There's no need for that. Not where we're going. Hello again. All right. If Bahamut can't get me what I want. Mm. 
Let's do this, Kingmaker. <laughs> yes. And then he stands up, gets dressed, looks at his wife, heads downstairs to eat breakfast. Okay. After a slow morning, each of you finally regroup in the first floor of the Blue Water Inn. Your wife finally waking up, coming down, and Beatrice and Leyland making their way down as well. Is there anything you would like to do before going down, Beatrice? Anything? Going once, going twice? No, I wake the next morning acting as if nothing odd transpired the night before. Sure. I don't comment to Leyland. When I arrive downstairs, I don't give Sorsha or Katya any particular sure. glances. Okay. I order my breakfast. They don't have exactly what I want, but that's of okay. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers in this case. So, Amelia's had, and as you all sit around this table, a plan is struck. Adrian finally breaks the silence and says, Well, today's the day. It's still rather early, so we might be able to beat most of the traffic in the town. Her cart is ready to go out outside. I take it that you have decided to follow us. Good. Yeah. We have, yes. Good. However, I have a condition, if I may. Um, let's hear it. You've all done me a favor. In return, I'm doing you a favor, but I ask for a favor once more. If you could take my wife with you. Oh, that, that is stay. hardly a favor. If if you allow us to have safe travel out of Valakai, absolutely. Consider us even. No favor needed. Thank you. Of course. Just before we leave, do you have a bath? <laughs> or fresh water? Um, uh, we have we have fresh water. Uh, <laughs> barreled water. Yeah, I, I could get you some. That would be lovely. We'd have a bath. I'm looking at the map and there's no, like, bath, but, like, they would totally have one. Right? I feel like... Yeah. I feel like they should. I feel like they should. Maybe it's in one of the two little sheds. Right. It's it's a mystical fantasy land where taverns have baths. Exactly. Running water. Uh, Yes. There is is a bath upstairs. Excellent. Both my napkin. Signaling when we're actually going. Of course. Um, We can wait when you are done. We still have a, a bit of packing to do. Um if you all wouldn't mind helping us and so you all get up of course Beatrice takes her bath you all begin prepping the cart is there anything that you would like to do before starting the trek out of Valakai any preparations that you would like to make or spells that you would like to cast or 
other such things. I check in with John again. As far as okay. I understand, he hasn't disappeared <laughs> yet. So, John John has returned. Uh, John has made his way over towards where the stable is. Um, he kind of just circled around and he found a stable that was open on the other end of uh, the Blue Water Inn. So he bedded the night there. But he, as you check in with him, he gets up and he makes his way back towards the front and he meets you there. I'm just gonna look at him and be like, "Did did you really, with a with a real horse?" Because like you know, you're a fiend <laughs> spirit, right? Like you're not actually a horse. That that no, kid's gonna I didn't be do weird. that. Okay. I didn't do that. That was a joke. Okay, cool. Because yeah, I don't think that would work. I don't know. I don't know what type of child that would be, but it surely wouldn't be a regular horse. That would be a weird horse. Yeah. All right. We're going to be traveling today, so. All right, put me where you need me. Yeah, going to just carry my wife. She's still a little weak. Absolutely. All right. So. Just, everybody just sees Arx just staring at his horse intensely. Just. <laughs> Making eye contact. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kaya is like has no idea what the hell is going on because she was not really <laughs> present for any of this sure, but she's just sure. kind of going along she's like oh okay yeah we're leaving now cool mm-hmm. and is like help just helping pack and shit helping sure. wherever's at mm-hmm. trying to pick up social cl- clues on like what's happening sure um Danica would probably notice she's pretty insightful and she'll just kind of pro- kind of approach her and just it, it is it is good to see that you are up and about how are you Thank doing you. today? I, uh, I'm feeling a little better. Good. Yeah, I had a hard time the other day. Yes. I was trying to work through it. Thank you for taking us in. Of course. I'm sorry I wasn't very uh, talkative and there to make introductions, but I appreciate the help of taking course. my friends in. Think nothing of it. I'm glad that I could help, and the favor will soon be fulfilled when you help us, so. Of course, I'm always, always happy to help the family. Um, where, where are, where are we going? (laughs) We're going back to the winery. Um. Oh, great, okay. So you, you didn't hear anything as to what happened, I see, okay. No, not a word. Um. So, um. Just really quick, uh, there is a cult in this town that is very threatening towards us, and we just don't really want to do that. There's and she'll kind of pull you aside. Guy? She'll pull you aside a little bit and say, as well as, the, as well as the fact that, um, my sister-in-law and her husband were captured by quite a powerful being. Adrian is the one spearheading that that uh. I see. But there is also another gem that he has found that she has taken. This dark witch. Got it. We are going to the winery and you are going to Berez to hopefully help. I am sorry for... So, when we... When the Festival of the Sun happened, 
when we ran out of town, what happened after that? <sighs> a lot. As you may know, uh, Lady Fiona Wachter, now Baroness Wachter. I assumed as much, yes. She took over. And people That's what were, I figured happened. People were in such a need for salvation, for hope, that they would cling to any bit of hope that they could find. And she was spreading this story that she would bring back the sun to Valakai, and people bought into it. She promised light. She promised warmth. She promised that happiness. But it was quickly dismantled when people started disappearing. If they weren't enthusiastic, that... If people spoke out, they would disappear. If... Where have I heard that story before? Very similar. She believes herself to be some prophet for this altruistic quest, but... She's just the same as Vargas, Vargan, and all of the Velakoviches. I really had higher hopes for her when we, um... Killed him. Yeah. Some say that she may even be in league with... Which wouldn't surprise me. Seems more likely than not these days. Alright, well, one thing at a time. Let's take care of your family and get out of the way of this cold for now, huh? Yes. Let's get out of this town. I think we have finally decided that she looks over towards the Blue Water Inn and just says, This was nice. This was nice, but I can't in good conscience stay here. Not with my boys. They need safety. As do each of you. So, let's finish packing with haste and get out as soon as we can. And then she puts a hand on your shoulder, just squeezes gently, and comes in for a hug. She'll, she'll hug back. Eyes a hugger now. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the sake of brevity, you all finish packing. Beatrice finishes bathing, and you all regroup outside of the Blue Water Inn. You finally leave trying to make your way towards the the gate to leave and make your way towards the Wizard of Wines. However, you are met once again with the stairs of Valakians. They keep their distance this time. And most of them, if you begin looking at them, they continue looking away as if trying to act as though they're not, but with all the eyes in the group, it's pretty easily seen that... I, I say, ahead. I blow a couple kisses and say, take a good look, hon. We're not going to be here much longer. <laughs> they very much are embarrassed that they're that they're seen. They're, oh, uh, and continue doing whatever they were doing. 
but that eerie sense as to what they're looking for, like why are they so intrigued, always is in the back of your head. But the sound of horse trots and the wagon wheels echo off of the side of buildings as you continue down this this roadway. You begin to see the gates of Valakai ahead, and one of the gates broken due to a a a cart driving through during a very hectic festival. I wonder what that was about. Yeah, who was that? <laughs> hmm. Could have been anybody, really. There at the broken door, you see just a pile of wooden debris and the other gate that isn't connected to anything, so it kind of waves around with the wind flimsily. Soon you pass the Church of St. Andrew on your right where you see priests standing outside, also watching you. One priest wearing bright white robes, the others, the other four, wearing red and just watching. You can see that the main priest is wearing this mask, this sun-looking mask with just the mouthpiece missing, where you can just barely see the bottom part of his jaw. The sun rays coming out from around the circular sun, they just stare towards you. Then, as go ahead. As they look at us, I, I make sure to lock eyes with the main priest, so like sure, the head priest, <laughs> and I light up my eyes like I'm about to do a Eldritch blast. I don't though, I okay. don't. <laughs> but I very much Damn. wanted to see my eyes light up, and then I just keep going. You continue forward. Is anyone following us out of town? And you see that none of those priests flinch. One of one of the red robes kind of takes a step back, but the others don't. What was your question? Does anyone follow us any out of town? Like as we're approaching the gates, you. nobody's gathering. They don't follow you, but they do come out into the road to watch you go. So as you continue going, you look behind you to see people coming into the, the road just to look towards what's happening and then continuing down their way. It's not like a large crowd following you. It's just... Every so often, people come out to look and then continue doing whatever they were doing. You continue forward, and Katya, you see the orphanage on your left. It's dilapidated walls, seeming to be untouched by the fires of the riots. That's good. However, your... Your happiness from this is quickly gone as you just see more people coming out of the woodworks just to watch each of you walk walking and bringing this cart towards the gate just staring silently until finally you reach the gates where you now see a group of people preventing your path you see four guards that are posted on the wall and another pair standing behind a female dressed in red robes, wearing a golden sun mask. Again, the bottom mouthpiece missing, just showing her jawline. She steps forward, and she says, Visitors of Valakai, and long members of the community, 
It seems to have come to our attention that you seek to leave our beloved town. However, the true prophet has deemed this to be unsatisfactory. You are be to be taken back to her about to speak of your involvement with her movement going forward. And should you decide treason, you see all of the guards coming to arms. The guards on the on the scaffolding just next to the gate are holding crossbows while the two heavily armored guards just behind her hold pikes in their hands. And you just see fire coming out of her hand. You have five minutes to discuss among yourselves. I encourage you to choose wisely. And that is where we are going to go to break. So we're going to go to break. And while we are on break, we are going to be giving away a free copy of... What? What? A free copy of what? (laughs) <laughs> the suspense. Fiasco. What is it? Oh, fiasco. It's a uh, nice little. Uh, it, it, fiasco is an award-winning storytelling game inspired by cinematic tales of small-time capers gone disastrously wrong. You will tell a story of ordinary people with powerful ambitions and poor impulse control. Lives and reputations will be lost. Painful wisdom will be gained. And if you really, if you're really lucky, you just might end up back where you started. Probably won't be lucky, though. So, we are going to be giving a, a free bundle of that uh, during our break. So, if you would like to join that, the code for tonight is exclamation point sun. The giveaway has been started, and we will see you all in 15 minutes. Ooh. See you soon. back everyone so let us pick a winner for the fiasco bundle it is going to be Dot caters congrats i will send you the code later tonight and look for that on discord so with that aside let's continue this tense moment you stood in front of this dilapidated wall of Valakai, the gate halfway broken, halfway just moving from the wind, these guards keeping you from leaving, and this one robed figure holding fire in her hands, telling you to follow her back to Fiona Wachter's abode. 
or else consequences would happen. She gave you five minutes to discuss, and that five minutes starts now. Uh, the first thing Arxis does is uh, I mentally connect with John, and I, I just tell him, uh, if things go south, get Aurora out of here. And then I just immediately look to, to um, Sorsha. How are we going to get out of this? Do we really need five minutes? Can't we just... Can't we just... If, if you've got an idea. I'm sorry, are we opposed to just killing them? My Not. initial reaction is always just kill anybody who gets in my way, but but Sorsha said to be nice, so I'm trying to be nicer. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think now is the time to go after... After all this, we need to get the Martakovs out of here. And, um... I think we should, we'll be back, but um, I think we have more pressing matters of life and death. I also forgot to say, Esmeralda is there. Um, She has been silent. She's been silent this entire time. Um, She hasn't been really, she's been staying with the horse and the cart and kind of keeping away from you guys. So, just BT dubs. I'd probably just keep my distance. But (laughs) in in this instance, she will just, she'll come to you guys kind of reluctantly and she's kind of doing this like standing at the side of the the cart looking over just like waiting to see what you guys are doing and then like takes a step closer just waiting and just kind of (laughs) awkwardly like okay what are we going to do is there because i have half a mind too and then she kind of tugs at her hand crossbows at her side Mm, thank you it may come to that i don't May see a way out of it. Do we have any kind of diversion we can create, or any way to push through the the gate? I plenty of diversions. I have an idea. Are you willing to trust me on this? I'll go along with whatever you all decide. I don't have a lot of abilities that can help with this. Is there any way to support? I. Or do you just want to go ahead? I need things to be scary. Scary? I can do that. Do you, uh, have I, a... you want to be very mm. scary? Hmm. How do you feel about being very large? How quickly can I go back down to size? Uh, well, it lasts about a minute. Hmm. I could talk for a minute. Would you I'm very like good that? at backing. Yeah. Mm. Is there a way, Arxis, that you can make my voice big and boomy? Let's see. I believe I can. Let me make he sure. Too. I don't know if it's something that only he can do, yeah, or if he can. It says in the description of Dalmaturgy, it, it says that it. I can make my voice bigger, but it doesn't specifically say that I can't make anyone else's. One of the magical effects, your voice booms up to three times loud as normal and you cause flames. Yeah, dude, I mean, you you should be able to to work it on somebody else, too. I mean, you're, the range is 30 feet, so I would say, yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> and to add on to that, Leyland is going to be like, 
Well, um, I can also do that. Mm. Part of uh, being a tiefling. Do yeah. it. Do it together. Let's do it six times as loud. I've never thought of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the spell that you have, Ellen? Yes. Uh, how big does it make me? It's in large reduce, so I believe it makes you one or two sizes larger. Pretty fucking big. You'll be like yeah. 15 feet tall. Will it, yeah, make, tw- will it 12, make the blood... 12 feet tall. Okay, will it make the blood spear of Kavan also large? Yes, it enlarges and all your equipment. Fantastic. Yeah. And it also does extra damage, so if this does go south, it'll be lovely. Wonderful. Tick, um, talk, tick, talk. I know what a clock sounds like. That one sounds broken, too. Your decision... I'm I'm going to turn towards the woman that's talking. Okay. And the joyful, sweet Sorsha that's usually present is no longer there. Gone. Yep. Completely, completely stone-faced. You have no idea who you're dealing with, do you? Hmm. I have a feeling that you have no idea who you are dealing with. I will give you one last chance. And at that point, she's going to slam the blood spear Kavan down and then nod towards Ellen and... Okay. uh, I will slide of hand behind their back. I'm going to cast Enlarge Reduce. Okay. When she's uh, enlarging Sorsha. I cause the ground to tremor with Domiturgy. All right. I would like... Boy. Hmm. I would like a group intimidation check. Each of you roll. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, and then Leyland will roll as well. We will see because what I'm this getting, comes out to. Because I'm getting big, can I get advantage? That's what that's what this is for. Everybody okay. rolling together is kind of like a big advantage because okay. you all work together to uh get this going. Everybody so. or just the do three? Uh just those Four, Leyland included, uh, that were involved in that. Um, Okay, so 18 from Sorsha, 23 for Beatrice, 18 for Leyland, and a 15 for Arxis. So, with that, you see the guards that are on the, the scaffolding. One of them takes a step back and loses their step and actually falls over. The other are taken aback and they kind of are so scared at this point that they're going to have a disadvantage on their attacks. However, with the first round of intimidation and and aggressive behavior, we are going to roll initiative. Dang it! No, I wanted to have (laughs) words. You made you made a pretty big statement when uh, when you did the whole thing. So they are they are starting initiative. If you are not, of course. Uh, I'm, so I, I, yeah, I was gonna say like I I wasn't planning on it, but all right. Yeah, the, with everybody being frightened the way that they are. Yeah. So we are gonna like do on the this. other side of the car, right? Uh, yeah, it's up to you guys. You guys can set yourselves wherever you want to be. I rolled a 12, but forgot to select my... No worries. No worries at all. If... if, (laughs) 
if I am this big size and I turn into an animal, is it also large? Yes. You know, that's an excellent question. I assume yes, so. Yes, it is. Giant out. Yes, it is. Sosha has become the giant elk. Okay, Aurora and John are going to be going on the same turn. Alrighty. Uh, I'm Uh, just going to group them up. Just so you know, you have advantage on strength checks, strength saving throws. Your weapons also all grow to the new size and deal an extra 1d4 extra damage. Nice. Nice. Um, I believe you count as a, let me check. Wow, some really good initiative rolls over here. You are you now count as a large creature. Nice. I would assume that anything you transform into would increase by one size category as well. Oh, so a man. large creature would be huge. Yes. Just Indeed. Fuck their day up as a giant rabbit. Nice. <laughs> Do it. Okay, so uh, that is it. Okay, so we are uh, Arxis. Go ahead and roll initiative, and then I will update it on yeah, my. I, r- I rolled a seventeen. Did it not show up? Got it. I just, uh, it didn't show up on the thing, but I will update it 17. Nice. Okay. And then, so let's just make sure that, okay, now I have to roll for them. That is one initiative here. That is a natural 20 for the, uh... of you know course. what? Okay, I'm going to do a few checks because of the intimidation thing. Assuming Sorsha would have been to the front of the group, I need to be within a certain range of you, so when Whenever Sorsha gets placed, I'll go ahead and okay. position myself accordingly. Okay. Uh, so, okay. I rolled to... absolute ass for the guards. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, Love that um, for us. all of them are going to have disadvantage on their initiative checks. Um, because that sounds fair. I hope they're crying. Uh, that is a four instead of the natural 20 that I just got. Nice. <laughs> so that's good. Um, I need to copy that and move it over because I am using that as a token. I will put the map up here shortly. Actually, I'll just do it now so I don't forget. There we go. And I'll move the initiative out of the way. That way you all can see. Um, Damn, I thought I rolled good with the 15. I'm at the bottom of the list. No, I got a 12. Okay. I'm just not on the list yet. That makes me feel better about myself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's hard to get all of it into the same thing, but we'll just leave it like that. Okay. Um, so that is their failed initiative roll, and then now we're gonna do okay, so that's a 16 for them, and then the second roll is an eight, so that is another good one. Um, and then that one falls. Then I need to do another roll for them. Okay. That is a 20 for the first, but an eight. Wow. Y'all got lucky for that. Good. That was a good intimidation thing. That was. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, one second. I have a bunch of character sheets that I have to deal with currently. So, um, with that, one second. Okay. Um. Yes. So, let me just double check something real quick. 
Hmm. All right. Okay. Gadia, you are up first. Okay. Um, and also, I would say that um, Sorsha and um, Beatrice are a little closer to the front. So we'll move yeah, you guys correct. up. Okay, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, yeah, you can move so your, wherever- yourselves probably, I don't know, pr- you'd probably be right there, but Beatrice... I don't know. I'm, yeah, I just I'm need to be within 30 feet, so I'd probably sure. tuck right back sure. there. Esmeralda would have moved over to here, and Leyland would have gone just next to Aurora. Arxis, wherever you... Uh, Arxis, since Whoa. you can't see the, uh, the map right now, uh, you <laughs> nope. have a cart that has Aurora to the just right of it, and the cart itself is filled with the Mardikov family. Um, they have the horse in front of that, and then just in front of that, you have Sorsha, Katya, um, helming everything. Um, where would you like to be? Where where in this setup would you like to be? You have about 50-ish feet ahead of, uh, maybe 60 feet ahead of the cart is the guards. Uh, does it seem like Sorsha and Katya are, like, um protecting the, the family? Is that, is that what's going on? Seems like they're taking the front lines of everything. Alright, uh, I'll do what I do best in rushing a battle, I guess. Alright. <laughs> I will as place as you just next I, to Sorsha then. As I can. Yeah. I will place you just next to Sorsha um, and Katya and you are in the front lines of everything as well. So, with that, Katya... You are up. What would you like to do? It's weird because we did intimidate them and we are an initiative, but they haven't done anything yet. Like mm. they, they seem right. They are very threatening at this case. Like they are getting their weapons okay, so at the ready. They are going to be charging and you could definitely tell. All right, cool. Then I'm going to come up here and attack this. Uh, this okay. Here. That guard. Sounds good. Um... 16? 16 just hits. Um, okay. Dealing the 8 and 2. Nice. So a total of 10 damage to this one. All right. Um, and then... For my second attack, can I just, like, try and shove this person out of the way? Okay. Like, not necessarily do damage. I just want to get them, like... Go ahead and do an out. attack roll. And okay. then we'll see what happens. Do you want like a strength attack? Just a regular roll? just a regular attack roll. Okay. Okay. A twenty. Um I would say that you can forego that damage and push yeah. them about five feet away. Nah, it's not worth it. I'll just do the okay. damage. So you just yeah. slice into it. Okay. Yeah. Um so they are right there in this instance. So that is a total of eight damage on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you come rushing into battle and one of the the guards that are in like the plate armor type uh, pulls up their pike. You bat it out of the way and then stab into uh, the, the chest armor, piercing very deeply into it, pulling it out. You look towards the the uh, cult member, the, the red robed priest person and 
taking your longsword, bringing it back and cutting into their shoulder where you see this blood profusely flowing out of their shoulder and they just, ah, ah, you see fire coming out of that wound as well. That is your turn. Mm-hmm. All right. Aurora is going to go, which means that John is going to go. So they are both going to be, what is John's movement speed? Uh, John is a war horse. Oh, oh sorry. Okay. Uh, let's see what. I don't. I, I don't know. If I, I can, can find. I can find. I was gonna a say. War horse. I might have one. I have a war horse for okay, my cool. sh- shape shifting. What do you want to do, bud? You have a trampling charge. So uh, if the horse moves at least twenty feet straight forward, a creature towards a creature, and then hits it with its hoof attack in the same turn. That target must succeed a DC 12 saving strength, strength saving throw or be knocked prone. If, if the target is prone, the horse can make another attack with its hooves against it as Damn. a bonus attack. Let's do that. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, and the, I'm going to open up their character sheet for the wool horse. Their movement speed is 60 feet. Jeez. It's a boss, Johnny. I believe he has an intelligence of six instead of whatever it says there. <laughs> yeah, so the spell. John okay. is just rushing in and attacking this little book, this, uh, this guard here. Uh, Extel, go ahead and roll a d20 on your end. Um, All right. I don't know if you could do that on your character sheet, but... Just yeah, roll, just roll something. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that rolled a four. I don't know if you see it. Oh, cool. Yeah, I see it. Okay. Yeah. Oof. Yikes. All right. For everybody wondering, I'm using the Roll20 app. Hey, uh, you can find that. Get it. You can find that. Get it. Still, Roll20. But yeah. So it's a four. That is a total of 10. Uh, mm-hmm. That does not hit. So you, you send John forward, and John just rushes towards this guard and is trying to use its hooves to just bring it down prone, but unfortunately, it doesn't do anything. Uh, the the guard moves out of the way as John rears up Aurora, holding onto the onto the uh, the harness as best as she can. As John comes back down, you just feel this with his giant hooves, uh, but unfortunately, unable to do any damage. That is their turn. Arxis, you are up. You are a little bit of a distance away. Actually, you can make it into one of the one of the guards or the priest. Either one uh, is within range. I will go for the priest. Oh, and as Arxis, you got a, a reroll by by Darth Caters. Would you like to do that for the uh, for that yes. last attack? Okay, let's do it. Can Come it be on. when I roll another d twenty? <laughs> no, John, that's that's awesome. that is a it's nineteen. <laughs> nice. Is it's it the same, same roll? I rolled. That's yeah. so funny. I love it. That's so perfect. yes, it can be that roll. Uh, okay, Thanks, so then with a 19, the hooves come down, and as the as the guard moves out of the way, John twists around and just, boom, with the back legs, slams into the armor. This giant dent in the metal armor is just huge as they get pushed back, and they have to do a strength save, hopefully. A 14. Possibly passing, we will see. Me and John have been uh, fighting together for years. Okay, strength. That is a 12. So this guard fails and is knocked prone, which means that when they are knocked prone, you can make another attack as a bonus action. So go ahead and Damn. do another roll 
with uh, the d20 and see if it hits. Once more for 17 on the die. 17 on the die is more than enough as <laughs> you are going to do uh, 2d6 plus 4 damage. All right, let's do it. 2d6. Uh, that is 14 Ooh, damage. 14 damage. Wow. All right. Damage. John is a war horse. Yeah. Both of those hooves land on that dent, and you can hear the bones crunching underneath as the ribs are definitely broken. That is, uh, that's John's turn. Now it is back to you, Arxis. I just mentally say in my head, good job, John. And I rush towards the priest um, using my bonus action. Okay. To Hexblade's curse. Okay. Sounds good. And I'm going to attack my greatsword. All right, let's see those attacks. All right, that's the roll there. Oh, that's a crit, because I crit on a 19 with Hexblade's Curse, I believe. Oh, no, you have to roll the 19. Oh, Remember. sorry, that's a total of 19. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, but a 19 does definitely hit. Uh, Here, let me just check something real quick. Okay, yeah, uh, a 19 definitely hits. Dealing... 19 slashing damage. Oh my god. Whoa. What yeah, a not, hit. Did it, did it <laughs> add the extra damage from my ex- I, I can't tell. Oops. Uh the not extra that. damage from uh yeah, there's a, an additional plus four. Okay. Yep. Uh, I just wanted to make sure it worked because I added sure. it in there. Uh, oh no, wow. I have another attack. Yeah, you have an extra yes. attack. Once more with the with the great sword. Let's see it. Ah, unfortunately, a nine does not hit. So after carving into this this priest person, she looks over towards Katya as her as her shoulder is bleeding profusely. But you carve into her torso, and it is just an open wound. She is very hurt. However, with that second swipe, she barely dodges out of the way. And just after that, is that the end of your turn? Yep, that is what I do. Just after that, you hear shooting from the roofs above. Two unseen attackers. Um, One is going to shoot for Katya. The other is going to go for Arxis. Don't blame that choice at all. Uh, first one to Katya is an 11, which doesn't hit. Nope. The next one is to Arxis, which is a 9, which also doesn't hit. Ah. So, Just oh wait, they have advantage. Sorry. So, that was oh, the first one. 11 and 9 didn't hit. I thought they had disadvantage because of the intimidation. They <laughs> yeah, were they, they had uh, disadvantage on the, uh, the initiative roll, which they rolled pretty high, but they got a 16. Um, which I need to add them to the initiative because I had done that on my own. Okay. So, uh, since they were hidden, um, they get that advantage. Uh, so the 11 and 9 don't hit Katya, but this this is the advantage for Arxis now. That's a natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do it. So, I need <laughs> oh you to do God. a Constitution saving throw. Ooh. Poison. Uh, con save. Oh, there we are. Oh, 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 o
Oh no, <laughs> bro! All right, what's going on? Let me oh know. my god, like I, I that is a lot. Poison damage. That is okay. So, um, you take thirty-four piercing damage. Jeez, um, and you know what? I need to just double check because. Yep, no. You also take another... Because of the crit. Okay. So, that was 34 regular damage. Alright. Plus an additional 22. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Okay. And then another 38 poison damage. Uh, real quick, everybody, for the first time ever, you see Arxis just get hit, and then he slumps over and falls to the ground, because he's down. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was a yeah. mega hit by an assassin. Guys? A mega hit. Uh, okay, so, wow, that yeah. was insane. Um, so you all Wait. see these bolts. One just shoots off of Katya's shield just as you're just fighting along it bounces off the shield and you notice that there is a crossbow person up on the roof as well as Arxis as you're carving into this this priest you feel this bolt pierce into your neck and you just feel first the pierce is in a very uh, like a pinpoint spot that just takes you down for a second and then the poison kicks in and you just try to hold on, but you feel all of your organs giving out before you finally just go unconscious on the ground just in front of this priest. That is their turn. Actually, this one is going to make its way across the the roof and is going to try and get out of danger while this one is going to make its way over here as well. That being said, it is Adrian's turn. The cart's turn. Um, Actually, no. Let's go with Sorsha first because you both rolled a 15. Sorsha, okay. go ahead. Okay, so... <clears throat> you saw Arxis just fall to the ground. Yeah, so Arxis was the one that moved the ground, but Leyland was the one that made my voice boom. Yes. Okay. So in a big, booming voice, I'm going to start moving forward, and I know that I'm going to get smaller because that means I'm moving away from Beatrice. It continues. She just oh, needs to be in the 30 feet as she casts cast it, it, and then oh. you're good. All right, then I'm going to start walking forward with a boom. Let's do it. Yeah. You right. think... You, could, hmm? you should feel, be filling a 10 by 10 space right now on the board if you'd cool. like to enlarge your... Oh, back. yeah. You are that big. You are huge. Well, I large. Ride. Oh. Um, yeah. So you think that if you walk into a town and say that you're a prophet, that that is the case? You don't even know what it takes to be a prophet. I'm going to grab the priest by the neck. Okay. And I know, I know that they're hurting. Mm-hmm. And I am assuming because I'm so large, like I can pick them yeah, up pretty, easily pretty off much. the ground. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna squeeze. 
You are going to call everyone off. And okay. you're going to let us leave. And I'm going to squeeze a little bit harder. So for this, go ahead and do an athletics check with advantage because you are bigger. Because I'm um, a big girl. I'm going to try and do a dex check to try and beat this. You have advantage. God damn it, so Sorsha. You grab onto her. Wait, and hold on. I have one okay. free roll. I might as well use it. Okay. Do All right. It. So then you can go one more, Aww. one more roll rather than the advantage. So just one more. Oh, oh my God. Are you fucking Again. kidding me? What? So a 14, but unfortunately they rolled a 19. So as you grab onto her, she just looks at you. You can see the, the mask is coming off and she just takes it off and you can see this like this burning fire in her eyes. Literally, there is some sort of like blaze that is behind her eyes and she holds onto your arm looking at you and says, you cannot stop us. And then fire shoots into your arm and you're forced to let go as she drops down below and she's just standing right next to you. Is there anything else you would like to do with your turn? You still have your bonus action. I was going to say, um, Hey, uh, I'm carrying a bag of tricks and I'm big and my bag of tricks should also be big. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> now that is oh, a God. good question. <laughs> I, I love this idea. Yes. Rule of cool. Ben, Let's ben, do fantastic. it. I love this idea. Three fuzzy balls. Oh, All right. Yes. All three? Oh, no, shit. Let's okay. go. All right. What are you, yeah. what are you, uh, what are you throwing down? Uh, that would be a giant badger and two dire wolves. Giant badger and two dire wolves. Let's so, go. What? Uh, so giant badger goes medium to large, correct? And then two dire wolves go from, I believe those are large. So they'd go to huge. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. That is exactly uh, what happened. A fun time will be had today. So they're all going to be like right here. Yeah, you can you can move them oh right on over. Oh my god. I am it won't, just it won't let me select the dire wolves. <laughs> New sec. favorite spell. New favorite spell. <laughs> yeah. All right. There's that. Uh, um, you want to move it over there? Yeah, that works. Um cool. well, Wow. Yeah, but you asked for it, so Prepare they yourself. indeed did. So, whew, all right, here we go. Um, oh, should they? Should the the? Should they be all in my turn? Hmm. Just roll one initiative roll. Um, for the giant badger, since I don't know if you can get the uh, uh the wolves to work. Okay. Well, and then and go. then the wolves will go on that turn. That sounds good to me. Uh, if you want to go to the next person, I will get okay. this figured out. Uh, we are going to Adrian Martikov, who is going to... <sighs> no, they just saw the... Is it strength check when it comes to initiative, or what is it? Uh, Dex. 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 Okay. Here, I can... Yeah, just go ahead and roll, and then I'll, I'll add... Oh, okay, gotcha. I will add that uh, as an eight, which is a yep. good roll, because... Oh, wow, there's a lot of eights on there. 
<laughs> what do they want to do? They just saw two crossbow people fuck up Arxis. I think they're going to back up, but they can't really back up with a cart. I love the idea of a crossbow person. Right. Yeah, yeah that's great. It's good stuff. Get a crossbow. Like a um, crossbow. I think they are going to abandon the cart. They are going to just take cover behind the cart's sides and just get to the side so that they don't get shot. Um, they're not moving anywhere, but they'll hold they'll hold their action to rush forward once the opening is clear. Um, Esmeralda's turn. Esmeralda is going to use the same ability that you had seen her use while fighting Archibald. Um, she is going to use her vampiric movement where she drops her crossbows, grabbing onto a vial of blood and drinks it. Throwing it to the ground, you see this pair of wings sprout from her back and she starts flying up towards one of the one of the uh, buildings to the side. Um, she can go that fast. I think her only I think her movement is 35. Yeah, okay. So she's able to get here. Uh, she will use her action to dashed so that that person can't get to the other side. So she flies out onto the side of this house and she just disappears. When the fuck did you learn how to do that? So <laughs> with that, it is the elite, the elite guards. It's my turn. The, oh, okay. I, I rolled a 12, but I'm not on the initial. Gotcha. Board. I will put you on there. Beatrice, you're up. Okay. So Beatrice was getting ready for just some pot shots at some local yokels and is now like, oh, I guess we're, it's a little bit more complicated. Um, she is going to unwrap um, the Eldritch Cannon snake from her gun, gun cane, the Gatling cane, yep. um, activating it, using her action to activate it into a flamethrower. You see this mode of nice. like fire coming out of the mouth. And then Love she's it. also simultaneously going to unwrap um, Cosette from her neck okay. because the Eldritch Cannon, Cannon can be tiny and Cosette is tiny, so Cosette can carry it. Nice. I love it. So, so, so it's going to... Fly yes, around. it is. Let's go. Flying, so flying Elders Cannon. So oh, I love act- this so much. So I'm going to activate that, and I'm going to use Cosette's. I believe she gets an action and a move. She gets a full turn, correct? I yeah. I guess she yeah. She would go on your turn. Yeah, that right. makes sense. Okay, so I'm going to have her use her action and movement to get in range of. Gosh, what's a good little group of you? Um, can I possibly get these? three dudes in a 15 foot cone without hurting anyone or I can't well, tell if this is an enemy here first or we have these to see three dudes fast okay she that's can go that's the war horse 30, right there she can go 30 oh, that's the feet war horse? movement okay, yeah. which she is 60 feet action and dash right action and dash she can make her way yeah so she's over here ish yeah so can she get a 15 foot cone with three of these guys or can she only get two of them let's see uh, so she's trying to make it to here um, let's see uh, cone. That might be just out of range. She might she might not be able to get all three, but she can definitely get those two. Yeah, I want to yeah, get the two bad boys up. On, yeah, I want to get the two up. I'm just going to fly okay. her in that direction as they look up toward it. A gout of fire is going Hell to explode yeah. out of its, at, its mouth as my bonus action. They each need to make a right. dexterity saving throw. Anyone in that 15-foot Fucking cone. Fucking incredible. Fucking what a cool. great use of actions. That is incredible. Okay. Uh, so, the 
Dex has to be. What's your spell save DC? Uh, my spell save DC is a 16. Let me double check. Okay, well, it, I, I believe it's 17. Okay, so 17 passes. I'll say the one on the right is the, the furthest one away. That's the one that passes. Um, and It's the a first standard one, half or full damage. Damn. So one of them just gets completely engulfed in fire. Uh-huh. The fire shoots out in this torrent of a cone of fire. And it also brings a light the scaffolding that they're standing on. The yes, other indeed. one takes half of that, which is going to be six, and they are very clearly like, <gasps> like burning, and they're trying to put out the fire on their on their clothing. Uh, they are very focused on that. Uh, Got it. Beatrice is turn? going to Beatrice is going to abandon the cart and run as far as she can this way to get out of eye line of the other sniper she sure. saw. Sure. All right. That's her turn. So, what a turn! All right. Um. We've already passed the gate guard, so I'm going to go ahead and do that first. Uh, this this guard is going to be looking directly at Cossette now, uh, the fire-flinging thing that just fucking roasted his friend. So they turn around with a crossbow trying to shoot. That is a 16 to hit. Uh, are they aiming for her or oh, for the Eldritch Cannon? Oh, sorry. Are they aiming for her or for the Eldritch Cannon? Different they, ACs. I will do a. I will do a twenty, uh, d20. Um, anything over ten is cassette. Okay. So natural twenty. That is a twenty. That is cassette. <laughs> yes. Sixteen Got it. to hit. So a sixteen does hit. Okay. So a sixteen hits. Um, cassette takes seven piercing damage. Seven piercing damage. I do not like that. So with that, She's still up. okay, cool, awesome. That is absolutely surprising. Um, <laughs> so that is that. Now these guards, this guard is going to get up from prone after. Actually, I'm going to do one d six roll. Ouch! That one took six damage from that fall. Um, but don't forget the fuzzy balls are at eight too. Right. Uh, let's go ahead and go with them because, uh, or actually let's finish up the gate guards and then we'll go to them. Uh, gate guards are going to, these ones are going to shoot towards Aurora, who is currently on John and stampling onto their other guard friend. So this is two light bro, light crossbow, light crossbow attacks. Um, bruh. bruh. Uh, her AC... Jeez, so many on this board right now. Um, her AC is 11, so she takes that hit. That's seven. Thankfully, her woven blood is still flowing. And a natural 20 on that one. Dealing that 11 piercing. She takes two crossbow bolts to her, uh, to her shoulder as she uh, and then pulls them out. looking to be bleeding, but still okay. Now, we go to the fuzzy balls of Sorsha. Hold on, my own fuzzy balls in the way. Pan. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. Um, so... Fuzzy balls. Fuzzy balls. 
So there's nothing in here that talks about jumping for the dire wolf. Um, with it being so large, I would say that it could jump pretty high. What are you trying to do? Well, this one over here. Uh huh. Was gonna. You know what? Fuck it. She's gonna. Uh, that one's gonna go after this one. Uh, that lady. Um. With a bite attack. Okay. And you're going uh, after which one? The priest. Okay. So just poof, makes its way right in here. Yeah. Um, wolf has advantage on attack roll against creature if at least one of the wolf's allies is, is within five feet. Which it is. All of yes. you are. This thing is about to get screwed. Uh, yes, that's it is. a natural 20. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Okay. Uh, how does your wolf do this? So I'm going to see the wolf coming up behind the priest. And I'm just going to look him dead in the eye. And it's going to say, I warned you. She has this fire in her hands. She looks like she's about to throw this torrent of fire towards you. But as she moves, she just gets completely enveloped in the bite of this wolf. Yep. And just gets swallowed whole. Yep. She is gone. Damn. And I'm just going to pat the wolf. Uh-oh. Good, good boy. Uh-oh. Who did we lose? We oh, lost uh, Yeah, we lost Xtel. Uh, oh. <laughs> Sorcia, you are halfway between uh, each ones. So, uh... Yeah, so... We'll figure it out. <laughs> well, uh... And then... There you so go. That yeah, works? Okay, cool. Yeah, you're good. Uh, so... <laughs> The next wolf is actually... Is there a way he can get on the roof over here? Uh, there would have to be an athletics check, but... Acrobatics check. Uh, Which but is... It's possible. Dexterity? Dex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I haven't been rolling very well, so... Um... Yes. Can I, can I just say, send it to the guards? I'll take care of the assassin. Okay. Um, perfect. Then he's actually going to jump up here. Okay. <laughs> Jumps up to the side here. And what what does this wolf do? He's going to go for that guy. He's going to try and uh, vet him. Okay. Sounds good. That is a seven. Unfortunately, ah, that one does not hit. So the wolf jumps onto this <laughs> scaffolding and... It's like kind of trying to keep its balance because it's so big and this is not big enough for it. So it mm. finally jumps on and it tries to bite, but the scaffolding moves from its weight. Unfortunately, okay. not getting any bite on that. Okay. And then last but not least, mm -hmm. the badger uh, is going to go over here. Okay. Because Katya's got that all figured out. Mm -hmm. um, and it's going to attack that guy. Um, this one. All right. Yep. The badger makes two attacks, one with right. bite and one with claws. Okay, and 19 definitely hits. Uh, go ahead and deal okay. another D4. Because it's bigger. <laughs> All right. And then it gets oh. that next attack. Yes. Oh, question. Yes. So, um, hold on. Okay. Because... We are all enlarged here. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, didn't Beatrice say that we get advantage on 
strength attacks? Or let strength me double check checks? the strength what attacks. I know it's checks and saving throws for sure, but oh, let me okay. double check. Okay. Um, I'll put it in the chat. Go ahead and roll another attack for the badger, and then we'll take a look into this. Um, double decide, maximum blah. Strength checks and strength saving throws. Okay. okay perfect. Okay, That's got it. it. Oh. So unfortunately, what's up? Nothing. Okay. Um, unfortunately, the 15 does not hit. Uh, the, the, actually, oh, this guy is prone. You have advantage. So go ahead and roll oh. again. Uh, another two. Another, another two. Another two. Okay. Wow, there's so much going on on this map. Okay. Okay. And then. All right. So same results, but uh, the bite goes into this guard's head. Uh, Not yet able to take it apart, but not looking good. So that is the fuzzy balls turns. It is now (laughs) these guards. Uh, Wait, no, it's me. No, you already went. You just went um, before this. Oh, oh, my God. It's been a long turn. D and D. That is very much how it happened. Okay, so um, this guard is going to fucking has so many things around it. Uh, hmm. It's just gonna attack Katya. You're the first person that's in front. So uh, this is a pike attack. Um, that is a 11. No. And a 17. No, thank you. Neither of them hurt, hit, so Mm-mm. that is that. And then this one is going to attack the giant Bouncing badge. Off my Actually, it's going to attack John. Armor. This one is going to attack John, which is basically pinning him down. Um, 23 my to son. hit, and then a 15 to hit. Um, I believe both would hit. I believe so too. Okay, so John takes back. seven and eight damage. I don't know what. Oh, I think we have it here. So I will just do. I will do the damage on this end. John is looking pretty rough right now. Uh, the pike attacks go directly into his torso, and he immediately jumps off of the guard. And you can see blood kind of flowing out of it. This ethereal blood that starts coming out and then disappears, but it is bleeding. At least in his own way. Jesus. That is that. Leyland's turn. Leyland is going to rush forward and uh, seeing her dad on the ground, she is going to... Let's see. Yeah, she has healing word. Uh, She is going to cast healing word at... Um, let's do it at do it at third level. Uh, so you, Arxis, come up with nine points of healing. Uh, you are prone, but you have nine points of healing now in you, and you are conscious. Uh, and you just above see Sorsha standing very menacingly <laughs> right above you. Uh, so that's that. And then it is Tuesday. she is going to... That was a bonus action. 
So now as an action, she is going to, um, what will she do? She will cast Toll the Dead. Oh boy. She'll cast Toll the Dead on the one that's pretty much almost, you know, really hurt, um, just under John. Uh, so that one needs to do a wisdom saving throw as a fail. Nice. So now she is going to roll. That didn't roll. Uh, it's supposed to do 2d12, I think. Yep. 19 fucking damage. Holy shit, that guy is dead. You just see, like, his head crunch, and you see blood trickling out of his ears as oh my God. this large... <laughs> just sounds from b- behind each of you. This guy's dead. Uh, so that's that. Uh, Leyland is done. Katya, you are up. So, seeing how everything is shaking out, and how Arxis almost got fucking murdered by fucking these assassins, murked. but also seeing that insane shit that Elsmeralda just pulled, and this one is is covered for now, um, she's going to Misty Step. Okay. Over here. Okay. I think that's... Oh, wait, it's 30 feet. 30 feet, so, yeah. So, there. Okay. And then she's just going to dash up to him. Oh, fuck. I was like, don't you want to do Misty Sip after? But then I was like, oh, wait, you have Spider Climb. Yeah. Spider Climb up there, dash. Okay. And I avoid all those attacks as well. And then I'm going to action surge and attack him. Okay. Sounds good. So you see this this person that just was about to roll back over and get another shot as they're rolling over. They look Surprise. at you and just, and just <laughs> you start attacking. Um, I love it. A 13, unfortunately, so 13 doesn't hit. hit. Fuck. What about But a natural a 20. fucking 20 does. <laughs> oh, nice. Right. Nice. Okay, so that is 22 damage. Damn. This guy is nimble, though. So as you, as you try to pierce into him, they just barely move out of the way. You cut them very well, dealing a lot of damage, but... You can see that they're very hard to hit and healthy. <laughs> well, then I will pin him down because I'm going to pop my Rune of the Vampire Hunter. Okay. All right. So to... I have to do the strength save. Mm-hmm. All right. Need to find their character sheet because I have like 80 open. They're going to take another nine damage. That's a natural oh, 20 for their, their save, but they take the nine damage. Well, I tried. Again. Very nimble. <laughs> so as you try to clutch these these shackles onto them, they break out of it really quickly, even still taking the radiant damage, but they are yeah. not grappled or restrained. Uh, so that is your turn. Aurora is up. Aurora is going to, with John, rush towards the gate um, just behind this giant wolf um, and is going to start pushing into the the gate, which you could see is currently opening. It seems like they don't have any locking mechanism for just one of the gates. So as the gates start to open, um, it's going to take another turn since it's only her. But the Martikovs start moving forward as well since the path is semi-clear. They go to there. That is their turn. Aurora is done. She... Yeah, that's it. Um, All right, Arxis, you are up. 
and you are prone just behind, just underneath <laughs> Sorsha. Yep, I'm gonna use half of my movement to stand up. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> it's probably it's probably really crazy, Arxis, but he's kind of mad right now. Mm-hmm. Um, how close is that priest to me? The priest is gone. Oh, okay. got priest ate by a wolf. I'm, okay. I the priest was then. done. Yeah, the giant right, wolf had come up behind and just swallowed that thing whole, like just gone. You do have another guard that is currently uh, right next to the giant badger, uh, and then you have a few other guards that are on the scaffolding, but there's giant wolves that are taking care of it. So the, the nearest uh, enemy to you would be the one of the more elite guards. They're right in front of you. Right Next in front of me, badger. you say. Mm-hmm. That changes things one quick second while I look at this to make sure. You can still run around. Um, they're not like right in front of you, but they're like the closest enemy is what I mean. Okay. Cool beans. I am. In that case, I'm just going to uh, <laughs> use my uh, lay on hands. Okay. Uh, and Arsis just starts rubbing his face in his neck and he's like, ow. Yeah. Um. You, believe... you take out the fucking bolt that was in your neck and then just like cover <laughs> up your wound that's bleeding just to lay on hands and close the wound. I believe that, um, am I still poisoned? Uh, you are not, no, because you went, uh, you went, uh, what's it called? I want to Okay. Yeah, I'll just, I'm, yeah. And I'm just going to use all, all of my lay on hands, all 35 of them. And just slap slap those into myself. Okay. Uh, and that will be my turn. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stand up and do that. Sounds good. All right. So, it, Johnny. Yes. I, I would I would like for you to know that cool armadillo actually forced you to do a reroll for when Arxis got hit. So you got to save that for the next cool one. Ooh. Okay. We just okay. none of us saw it. I see. I oh, see. Oh damn! All right. Um. Yeah. I appreciate you. We will, uh, I appreciate you, Heike. Yeah. Just let me know. We'll okay. we'll, we'll do another reroll. We get. I we didn't get know to that, that happened. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, back to the assassins. You might be able to use it now. Uh. Kadia, we'll start yep. with you. Mm-hmm. Uh. As you get closer, you see them ditch their their crossbow, and then out comes two short swords that sh- they do like this really cool flare, and then start coming towards you I with both of them. I shoot with my gun. <laughs> <laughs> I love hey, it. Hey, that's my thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so that's a ten. That doesn't hit. Nope. Um, but this one is a natural t- natural one. Uh, that so doesn't that doesn't hit either. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's that turn. Good turn. Um, we would we would like for you to re-roll. Re-roll the one. <laughs> no, please don't. Yeah, no. Yeah, Natural you? twenty, maybe. No. Let's yeah. see. No. Oh, that would hit. Oh, okay. Anyways, well. <laughs> that one goes into Esmeralda as the other one pulls out their short swords and starts rushing towards her. Uh, the twenty-four and then the eighteen, I believe, also hits. No, it does not. She parries that one. Uh, she has a 19. So she parries the second attack, but taking the first one, she takes that nine piercing damage, and then she has the poison damage that she has to try and... Um, it's a con save. 
It's a 19, so she passes, only taking half of that 28, so 14. So, a total of 23 damage to her. Um, and I think, I don't think she has resistance. No, she doesn't. Okay. So, that is the assassin's turns. Um, Adrian and the Martikovs are going to wait until the gate is completely open and available to go through. Uh, Sorsha, you are up. Okay. Um. Big Sorsh. Big Sorsh. Big Sorsh. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to try and convince everyone to back up. Okay. Um, and again, slam the blood spear Kavan into the ground. Okay. And try and boom as loudly as I can. Enough. Okay. Go ahead and do an intimidation check. In this heat of battle. Nineteen. Much better. Better. Okay. Okay. Unclear as to the results of this. You 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 press down into the ground, hoping to keep them, you know, stop them from continuing to attack. It is Esmeralda's turn, who is very much going to just go lay into this assassin that she's right next to, and she's going to prick into her her hand. Or uh, coating her crossbow bolt with ice and is going to shoot once with that and once with her other one. Uh, So, this is the right one and this is the regular one, and both of them hit, dealing a lot of damage. Uh, So, that is 14 and 10, so 24 damage into this guy. Um, Right on. And I think, is that... Uses a bonus action already. She does take a f- little bit of damage. Um, whoops. Not that one. Uh, just roll a d8, I guess. Oh, there we go. Is that how terrifying she is? Oh, she's fucking terrifying. She got a lot scarier. I don't remember her being able to do that kind of shit before. Oh, yeah, she did it in the, uh, in the Archibald fight. She did? She, like, she straight she... off the bat flew in. Yeah. Bat wings and everything? Yeah, wings and everything. I don't, I don't remember like that. It's like two, all. three rounds. I feel like. Yeah. I don't fucking yeah. remember that. Wow. All right, Beatrice, you are up. I guess. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to. I have this instinctual panic seeing mm-hmm. Cosette get injured. A bit of rage mm-hmm. flares through me. I'm going to cast mending. I can cast touch spells via Beatrice or via Cosette. So I'm going to cast mending on Cosette via Cosette. Interesting. Makes sense to me. <laughs> I'll allow it. Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll okay. allow it. I said is she always gets, touching yourself. So yeah, saying. exactly. It's kind of <laughs> like being able to cure wounds yourself. Sure. Um, I'm gonna use this using. I'm gonna roll it using the Eldritch Cannon because it's not listed it's on yeah. the uh, thing. But I'm sure. Go ahead and roll it. What she took seven damage. I think. Uh, oh, it didn't roll the two d six. Let me just write. Sure. Uh, she regains five hit points, which is pretty good. Cool. Um, yeah, almost full. Uh, she is then going to use her action to force strike the guy in front of her that's a range attack. So she almost makes this small, like, 
clicking chirrup noise, but it distorts the air and just like impacts him right on his chest, or at yeah, least it nice. hurts too. I like it. Um, All right, let's see it. I'm not sure this. Uh, so here's a question. It said it uses my attack modifier to hit, but for some reason it says a plus zero. Okay, so what is your attack modifier? My attack modifier is a plus eight. Plus eight, so a Whoa. 20 definitely hits. Okay. Uh, dealing seven force damage. Wow. All right. Yeah, that uh, that guard gets pushed over, lands on the giant wolf just behind him, and then falls down underneath the scaffolding, dead. Awesome. Okay, and then I'm uh, then Cosette is going to. Okay, so we got, we got. You know what? Does it? Does it, from Beatrice's perspective, does it seem like we're having difficulty opening the gate? Uh, no, it looks like the, okay. the gate is opening currently. It's just that there's so many people. It's like a traffic jam and they're not able to get out just yet. Got it. Okay. Uh, then Calcetta is going to fly over here and is going to hit that. Um, okay. That guy with the yeah. my bonus action flamethrower, that guy. So that's a deck save for that guy. Okay. Which, oh, that's well, fine. I said I'll do it, but. Right, deck save. That's a 15, and I think that fails, right? It does. Yeah, it fails by one. Okay, so uh, it's not even looking at Cosette, and this this giant <coughs> mode of fire shoots out from underneath her as she's carrying this turret, shooting out and lighting a fire this building that's that they're standing on, uh, taking that nine points of fire damage, and now it they turn around and look towards Cosette, and... The eyes look directly at her. Yes. Uh, and then I'm going to use my 25 feet of movement to begin racing after the carriage that seems mm-hmm. to be abandoning me. Uh, but you I'm going to stay near still, the... right? Uh, no, I I cast Mending. That was my action. Right, right. Okay, so you start booking it that way. All right, and it is the Fuzzy Balls turn. Fuzzy Balls. <laughs> All right. You got one uh, guard ne- over here. And then you have the two guards that are right next to the giant wolf over here. Okay. So, um, the guard that's right here, he's, uh, he's hurting pretty bad. Sorry, by the badger I was trying to select. Um, yeah. You looking pretty, yeah. freaking pretty bad? Yeah. He's looking hurt. Okay. Well, the badger's going to give it a go again. All right. Let's see it. No, I just want you to love me. Stay. <laughs> All right, bite. Bite Damn does it. not hit. Claw. Claw does Damn not it. hit. Twelve Claw. and eleven. Well, unfortunately, no. Do you remember why I rolled twice? Was that because of its size? Because of the prone on the other guard. Oh, right. It was That's advantage. Right. That's right. But you still have uh, the giant wolf, which also gets advantage. Yeah, so that same wolf that ate the priest is going, going to back it, for seconds. It's going to it the god. All right, let's see it with advantage. Nine, and then thirteen. Unfortunately, eh. doesn't hit either. So okay. this guard is just just dodging out of all of the <laughs> attacks of these giant animals surrounding him. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, okay. Uh, and then, uh, and then you have one the more giant wolf. wolf. Yep. Yep. He's gonna go after the guard that's still up on the scaffolding. Yep. 
And of course, I just closed my direwolf thing. Lol. 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 All right. Do some good. Twelve does not hit. Unfortunately. Are you fucking kidding me? Ah. <sighs> so, uh, do they want to move at all? Um. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a well. Then there's attack of opportunities. Um. Right? Not necessarily. Um. This one, yes, but this one, I mean, your giant wolf is covering the the gate, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, so, that's what, that's, So they right. could move over here and not get any opportunity attacks if you'd like. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, go ahead yeah, and put they, him that, there. If you're and still in the, range, you don't get any opportunity attacks. Okay, sounds good. Um, so then Badger will move right there. That way it's not getting yeah. out of range. So Sounds good. With that, uh... The gate isn't completely open just yet, so we're going to the gate guards. These two are going to be trying to attack uh, the giant wolf that's right next to them. Uh, this is going to be their pike attacks. 16 and a 12. I believe the 16 hits for 11. The 12 does not. And then... Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's that's their turn. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wait, no. Sorry. Those two, as you uh, intimidated them earlier, those two are going to drop their shit and fucking run. Uh, you do get an opportunity attack with this wolf as this one tries running away. And then another one, this one tries to jump down. So two, you get Five. one opportunity if you want. or um, No, because I, I want them to share what to happened today. fucking leave. Okay. Yep. So that one's booking it and using Tell their dash friends. to get the fuck out of there. Those yeah. who are effectively out of combat now. Uh, and then we get to the elite guard who is going to... <laughs> is surrounded. Uh, By and giant is going animals? To, <laughs> is just going to rush. He's going to rush out. So he's like... Passing by the the horse, and is going uh, passing by John, and is rushing out of Valakai just to get the fuck away from you guys. Uh, um, does John get an opportunity attack? John does get an opportunity attack if you'd like to yeah, do that. Yeah, I mean that's fine. John's gonna do it. All right. There's literally nowhere that <laughs> this guy can go. <laughs> All right. So that's a hit. All right. Um, and let's see. So. Uh, War Horse does 2d6 plus 4. Alrighty. 2d6. Uh, that is a total of 12 damage. Okay, 12 damage is oh. not enough. Um, however... That's fine. Aurora also gets an attack. Oh boy. So let's see what she will do. Um, she has... Sure. Uh, you see her kind of morph her hand into her werewolven claw and is going to just attack. Uh, we're just going to flavor this as uh, her dagger attack. So she is, and uh, that is a natural one. So she tries to reach, but the guy is already gone and just booking it out of there, just rushing away. She's um, still healing. She is, yeah. Um. So that is that. Laylin is going to rush forward. Um. Huh. Hmm. 
She's gonna rush over to here. And she's gonna try and get a line of sight on the one right next to Katya. Okay, it's 70 feet away. Hmm. 70 feet. Okay, so she's actually gonna move somewhere else. She's gonna move over to here instead. Getting a line of sight on that, uh, that assassin up there. She is going to use her channel divinity of blood puppet as she brings her hand out and begins trying to control this assassin that's on the roof. I have to do a wisdom saving throw, I believe. Um, yeah, wisdom saving throw. Against her spell save DC, which is 14. So that is going to be a 19. Unfortunately, the assassin passes. So after doing that, she... And then turns back around and is going to um, just follow along. All right. That being said, Katya, you are up. I'm going to swing on this assassin. All right. Do it. Two big attacks, 15 and 22. 15 just hits. Yes. So 15 and 22, that is 12 damage on that first attack. And then another seven damage on that second attack. Looking hurt. Looking hurt. That's good. Very good. I think that's all I can do right now. Okay. So I caught. All right. Um, it is now Aurora's turn. Aurora is going to finish opening up the door and she's going to be taking off as well as the Mardikov family is going to be taking off just behind her. And they rush through the gates and continue on past Valakai. Arxis, you are up. Uh, are there any more guards near Early me no. on the ground? Okay. No. And there, there's only the assassins up on the roof? Or just Correct. one? Okay. Uh, both of them are there or just one? Both of them are there, um, but in your... In your view, uh, from here, you could just barely see the one that Katya is next to. Got um, it, got it. But yeah, they are on the roof, so they're like 20 feet in the air. Um, I'm going to look at the one Katya is near. Okay. Um, and I'm going to say Katya duck. Nice. And Eldridge blast uh, twice. <laughs> Get out of the way. Let's see it. Fucking ground. Double Eldridge Blast. Let's see. Is it on here? Oh, yes, it is. Okay. See, that is a... It's loading here. Yeah. Oh, an 11 oh, does gosh. not hit, unfortunately. I, I get a second one. I get a second one. You do one. get a second one. Oh, oh no. Gosh. 13 doesn't hit either. <laughs> but you, you shoot oh, out... No. Both of these Eldridge Blasts blasting into the roof shingles off the roof are just blowing off and there's holes within the roof that need to be repaired uh unfortunately they miss is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn uh yeah there's one more uh i just look again at that person well i'm just assuming he's the one that shot me and mm -hmm. i just i cast a compelled duel okay yeah, that's definitely the one that shot you. So as you cast Compelled Duel, uh, what exactly does that do? Do you mind pinging that? Yeah, let's do it. Compelled Duel. Okay. Uh, if, you it, if, it, if I need to get closer, I do Let's get do closer. Saving throw. Okay. 
Uh, that's a wisdom saving throw. What is DC your spell is 14. save? 14. It passes with a 16. So, uh, but you no. do need to be within 30 feet. So I'm going to have you go over yep. here. Uh, yeah, that's just 30 feet. Okay, cool. So, yeah, you, you move over. Like, <laughs> what do you do for your compelled duel? Uh, I just, I just put a finger out and motion to come here. Right on, you just <laughs> the come fucking, here thing. Yeah, I love it. Okay. All right, that is your turn. It is now I the believe, assassins. Yes? I believe it says that, I, I believe it's still compelled to duel me. It just, its movement isn't restricted, it says. Okay, let's see. On a failed save, the creature is drawn to you uh, for the duration it has. On a failed save, the creature is drawn to you, compelled to your divine demand. Um, if it succeeded on the saving throw, this spell doesn't restrict the target's movement for that turn. Spell. Wow. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Interesting. So this just automatically works. It just doesn't restrict its movement for that turn. Yeah, it doesn't have to move towards me immediately, but it does feel the need to. Well, they do feel the, the need duration to. has disadvantage. Ooh. Oh, wait, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. For the duration, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures other than you and must make a wisdom saving throw each time it attempts to move out of the space. So I think that if it passes, it doesn't go into effect. If it fails, it starts doing more wisdom saving throws. Otherwise, it would have to follow you. So that's the wisdom saving throw that it's talking about oh, if, yeah. it, if it succeeds. If it succeeds, it doesn't take effect. So it's they succeeded, and so that compelled duel doesn't work, is what I'm understanding from that. I'll double check that after the session, but I think that's yeah. how it's worded. Um, so going back to the assassin's turn, uh, this one is going to still try and get at you, Katya, because that's their best yeah, bet of getting so. out of here. Um, two sword attacks. One is a 12. The other one is a 25. I need to do a constitution saving throw. Can I see Katya from my perspective? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Con save. Yes. Uh, where do I keep those? Here we go. 23? Okay, 23. Yeah, you're good. You take half of the poison damage, which is 13. Oh, thank God. And then plus another six. So 19 total. Okay. Can handle that. Um, and then Esmeralda is going to be taking her to the uh, two attacks from that assassin. Um, one of them hitting. She needs to do a con save on her side. Uh, uh 23. She is chilling. Um, so she takes half of the 34, which is 17 plus that eight, which is 25. I think sounds about right. Okay. That is that turn, and it is now going to be uh, Adrian and them are taking off, so they are effectively out of combat. Sorsha, you are up. Um, I'm just gonna hold my action. Okay. Um, and just see what my teammates are doing because they all sure. seem to have it pretty well handled. Okay. Um, I will look towards the dire wolves though. Okay. Um, and um, tell them to go follow the carriage and watch over. Okay. Them. Protect. Cool. Sounds yep. good. They are creating a nice little giant animal bubble around the cart. Yes. 
All right, that is your turn. You are readying yourself. Esmeralda is going to go, and she's going to try and just fucking murk this person. She's also going to use another one of her rights, where she's going to make it frozen as well, taking that six damage, and then continuing her onslaught of crossbow attacks towards this person. Um, that's two attacks. Uh... First one is a 14, which doesn't hit, but the second one is a 30, which does, dealing 17 damage, and then she is going to, let's see, all right, that is her turn, uh, it brings us to Beatrice. Okay, um, I am going to... She's gonna move, actually. Up to here. Still flying. Um, she's going to take an attack of opportunity, but you were still up. That uh, assassin's still there? Uh, yes. Okay, I'm going to bonus action uh, flamethrower him again. Okay. So that's a dex save. Okay, dex save. Uh, that is a 20. So they'll take half. Okay. Taking uh, five. So they're going to take five points of fire damage. Okay. Uh, and then, um, I'm gonna have Cosset use her action and movement to uh, to get back to me. Okay, sounds good. Because I don't want her getting hurt. I assume she can get pretty much all the way, almost. I'll be getting rid. She can get to like there, and I'm gonna be sure. moving that way. As okay. my action, I'm going to. Um, I infused uh, a spell tattoo um, okay. at, of Longstrider. Uh, shifted it from being a Cure Wounds to a Longstrider, so sure. I have like a pre-programmed leg enhancement on the, um, on the, what's it called? Sorry. Prosthetic? On her mechanical, yeah, on her prosthetic mechanical leg, so that enhances, increasing my movement by 10, sure. and I'm going to go ahead and move my 35 feet. Nice. Um Picking up Cossette as I go. Sure. Getting okay. to like there, I guess. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. That is your turn. Uh, the giant giant animals are done. The elite guards are done. Leyland is going to rush over towards here. Uh, she is going to just start making her way towards the front. Um, but she is going to cast. Um, she's going to cast. Where is it? Not spiritual guardians. Um, spiritual. Actually, how far is that? Sixty feet. Is she within sixty feet. She is. She's gonna cast hold person on the person that you are attacking. Gotcha. Okay. Ah, oh, fuck. They pass. All right. Never mind. God damn it. She continues running out. Um. Finishing her turn. Katya, you are up. All right. I'm just going to keep hitting them All right. as much as I can. Uh, 14. 14 does not hit. Fuck. Yeah, that's, that's really all I got right now. Oh, and then the nine. So, yes. Unfortunately, yeah, you, I didn't swipe, even count that you swipe one. twice, but unfortunately, they dodge out of the way both times. Aurora is gone. Arxis, you are up. Uh, oh. I, oh, wait. No, that's right. Never mind. Go ahead. Am I within 30 feet of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, this... This archer? Yes, you are. I'm going to misty step up there. Okay. 
Nice. Misty step onto the, the roof. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> right on the other side, so you get flanking. Um, and I just... <sighs> Arx just has this weird look on his face, and his eyes go... Uh, the color, they the, like, divineness with the mm-hmm. black inside as he, like, when it looks like he's about to do his Eldritch Blast, but instead he pulls out his great sword, and he just goes... Never hurt your king again. And he smacks him with the great sword. Katya, as you look at, as Arxis appears in front of you and pulls out his great sword, these, this black flame coming off of the blade, you see just hovering above this small flame that looks very similar to a crown. Go Brad. ahead with your attacks, Arxis. All right. Okay. My regular, my regular greatsword isn't in, in here, so I'm gonna use the exploit one to ignore Go for the it. extra four, the the four that it has. Nice. That is a twenty-two. Definitely hits. And you said ignore the other four. Okay. So then that brings it to eight. Okay. Uh, and then once more, if he's once not down more. he is not. Nineteen and definitely hits. On this last one, if he's still not down, he's still not smite. Do that At smite. Let's see level. it. Let's go. That shit. Excuse me. Is that that one? So that's eleven Second damage for smite. the first one, and then go for it. That is just enough. Yo. So you cut in the first time, going right to left, and the edge of the roof to your right. You then bring your sword around, swiping from left to right. And as you do, this explosion of radiant energy shoots the body off of the off of the roof, and it slams into the ground, sliding into the the big pile of debris of of different wood and gate pikes, and just gets completely enveloped in those as they all fall onto his body, dead. That's your turn. Yep, that's all I do. All right, this assassin is... The assassin is going to try its best to get Esmeralda with one last uh, light light crossbow attack. Uh, Before they do... Uh Uh-huh. I was holding my action. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to use Thunder Wave. Okay. At it. Thunder Wave, Um, I believe, doesn't that come from you... Yeah, so, so can't you would I have just to be shoot near up? it. Well, it's they're pretty far away. I mean, what's the what's the range of Thunder Wave? That's a good question. It's not forty five feet, I don't think. I believe it's a fifteen foot cube. It is a fifteen uh, foot cube. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's ten feet away from me. Okay, hold on then. Okay. Please hold. Please hold. Then, uh, are you holding? Do, 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 do. Um, I can hold something. Uh, make sure to check out something. Roll Twenty, everybody. Um, they sponsor us. Make sure to, to download Sirenscape. Use that for all your okay, fabulous background music, like this, the kind that Johnny's providing okay, with us right now. I got now. it. All right, here we are. What do you got? Uh, gust of wind. Mm-hmm. That is sixty feet. Okay. Ooh. Um. I think from from your height, you're able to see for sure. For sure. I was going to say, like, your point of view may not, but no, you could definitely see for sure. 
Okay, so a line of strong wind within 60 feet long and 10 feet wide blasts. Okay. Oh, shit. Nice. You're trying to push this fucking person off the roof. I love it. Okay, so yes, they're I doing am. a strength save. That's a 10. That's a fail. Yes. So you shoot out this torrent of wind as it crests over the, the roof. It shoots this assassin as they're just about to aim towards Esmeralda. They get shot by this giant gust of wind. The bolt goes wide and they fall off of the roof. They are effectively out of fucking combat as you all get ready to leave, I imagine. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, last thing Beatrice does on her turn is she gets the Eldritch Cannon into her hand, which sort of wraps it like a gun, and she's going to flamethrower the the door on the way out. Okay, (laughs) sure. The wall was on fire. Yeah. There are multiple things on fire, thanks to Cossette. Uh, (laughs) So... This is the end of combat as all of the enemies have been taken care of. Katya and Arxis, you are on the roof. How would you like to deal with that? Or, I know. Well, Katya, you can walk down. I'm gonna Arxis. Walk down. I'll help him if okay. I can. I'll, I'll, I'll just misty hand. step again. Okay, misty step again. There you go. <laughs> go down to the ground and you guys begin run, rushing out of Valakai. Um, I'm going to do a slow walk out. Well, considering the fact that my steps are probably pretty huge. Sure. Um, but I'm going to turn around and I'm going to look at the village. Is there any bystanders watching? There are people that are pretty far out that are watching. They they kept their distance away. But you do notice uh, the priests that you had gone by. They are out in the in the uh, in the road and just watching. You need to remember this day while following your false prophet. Because this isn't the last time that you will see us. Particularly me. I'll see you soon. And I'll turn and leave. Okay. The old time I I used on Sosha's voice. I imagine her (laughs) voice already being a little bit deeper as well because of how big she is. And so that just adds an extra layer to that. And so you all continue rushing out of Valakai, making your way out (gasps) safely. Oh my god, Y must be so huge. Y is pretty big. Y is like the size of a human, I would say. Or like like a little halfling, like the size of Johans. Oh my god, that's no so funny. No Y, but why? But what? Come on, why? So, you continue out of Valakai, rushing your way out of the town, getting to a safe distance before you finally come and begin to breathe. Beatrice is immediately checking over Cosette, casting Mending again, making sure she's shined up, really just fussing over her, mm-hmm. overtaking damage. Of course. Oh, um, Arxis also goes over to, to John, and um, he just says, are you all right? You all right, man? You can see that there is a there is an open wound on John, um, but he just kind of shrugs it off as, I'm all right. I can, I can send you back to rest if you want. Nah, I got a job to do, and he he points over to Aurora. It's I keep man. forgetting he can talk. <laughs> it's only in my head. Only I know, in my but head. Still. It's a great time. Everybody just sees us staring at each other every time. Um, I just I just pat him, uh, give him some rubs. Thanks, guy. You're good. You're good. 
and he just gets ready to to move out when everybody's ready. Right. You travel for a few hours until you finally come to this fork in the road. You cross over a bridge leading over the river that's rushing to your left, and just there, there's a crossroads which Katya you've been to before. The one that leads to uh, the right leading to Van Richten's tower. Straight you haven't taken, but it says the Wizard of Wines. And to the left, you see this dirt road that crests along the river just nearby. As you get to this crossroad, Adrian stops the horse and says, All right, this is it. This is the road to Berez. Are you all ready? So question, is one of these roads leading, do we know it was leading towards the the witch that has That's That's Perez. Perez. To the left, yeah. yeah. Okay. Alright. Ready as I'll ever be. Ain't no stopping us now, I guess. We're on the move. Alright. He gets off of the cart. (sighs) He looks to the Mardikovs that are in the cart and just says, Okay. Well. I'll see you later. Hopefully. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. As we are going to pick up next week with... The Road to Berez. Good episode. Super exciting. Very exciting. That was... Dealt with the the cult just a little bit there. Yes. A little exciting. tricks. So, with that, thank you all for joining us. Uh, If you like the content, follow us. Um, If you really liked it, subscribe. Um, If you really, really liked it. Yeah, or no, for followers. For followers, right. Let's Let's see where we're at. Where are we at? We're still four away. We're still four away, but that's okay. (laughs) We can get those four followers before the next one. Oh, and also... Tell your friends, tell your families. I I have a forced DM reroll, so Cool Armadillo needs to come back and let me know when that happens. Uh, Thank you all for joining us. Um, Share with your friends. If you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, all that good shit. Um, And share with your friends, too. Uh, Podcast, leave us a review helps out um if you want to follow us on uh, sorry social media uh there's gonna be a bunch of links in the chat in the episode description um and if you want to support us you can also find links in the episode the chat or the episode description um yeah thank you all for joining us make sure to level up and we will see you all next week to see what happens as the misfits go towards Berez, the Dark Witch Marvelous Saga. Bye, everybody. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, of course. Happy Halloween. Bye, everybody.